0: Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 40.
1: It's a big week in Las Vegas. Downtown's first newly constructed casino is ready for business. Circa opens its doors at midnight on Wednesday, October 28th. We have all the details on the cool things inside, and there's a lot of really cool, unique highlights we're covering.
0: Yeah, plus what to do for Halloween in Las Vegas. From food to attractions, we are always over the top. It's all coming up
1: on Vegas Revealed. Welcome to Vegas Revealed. It is episode 40. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. So Dana, I guess that means that Vegas Revealed is officially over the hill.
0: I guess so. But you know what? It's funny because Circa's having a big party for us, a black tie event on (laughs) Tuesday the 27th. (laughs) Just
1: for us. Just for us.
0: (laughs) Just for us. Yeah, we're going to talk all about Circa on this episode 40. Um, You know, it is opening its doors this week. We're super excited about it because it's the first new build in downtown Las Vegas since like 1980. So it's a huge deal. And, you know, downtown Las Vegas is where it all started.
1: Yeah. And whenever there is a new casino opening up, it's a big deal. They go all out for the grand openings of these properties. So uh, we're getting into everything circa coming up in just a minute. But first, we want to talk about even more entertainment that is making its way back to the strip, Dana.
0: Yeah, last week we interviewed Pith the Magic Dragon. He announced he's opening up at the Flamingo, so is X Country, at Hera's, and Absinthe at Caesars Palace, and now MGM Resorts International announced the return of entertainment with a bunch of shows at a lot of different properties, and we have the full list. There's some smaller ones, but there's also, Sean, some, some bigger ones that are actually going to give it a go, like Jabberwockies and David Copperfield. Uh, Also Carrot Top um, at the Luxor and then Fantasy at the Luxor. Brad Garrett's Comedy Club is going to open at uh, MGM Grand, which is cool. And then a bunch of the ones at Excalibur opening too
1: yeah so again the shows uh, the new shows that are going to be opening as of november 6th are at mgm grand luxor and excalibur um the australian bgs and uh thunder from down under they're ready to bring some heat back to the strip too in a socially distanced way of course
0: yes and we've talked about this in the past when adam stack of spy entertainment was preparing for right. when they would be able to open and he was saying they what he said they put a big ramp i think down the center so the guys can like walk down the ramp you know and be at least a little closer but they don't probably kind of like
1: a, a catwalk type yeah extender Right. I don't know it, if extender is the right kind of word to use for a show like that, but
0: <laughs> Oh, there's a couple of different ways I could, could say it, but I'll I'll keep it to myself. But yeah, they won't they won't be jumping on the tables, but it'll still be a fun show and you know they'll do it right. And we were um chatting the other day about David Copperfield. You know, he's in a pretty big theater, so they'll be able to space there. Um and then Jabberwockies will be um it says in the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I was just reading that the other day and I thought, oh, I didn't read actually how they're going to be doing some of these, but I was reading the in-depth stuff. And so isn't that cool? I mean, spacing will be great. It's huge.
1: Oh my God. I mean, the Grand Garden Arena is like 16, 15, 16,000 people, isn't it?
0: Yeah, something like that. So I guess they'll be able to really space it or maybe they'll put the guests on the floor and put the stage right in the middle, but it allows for so much spacing that they figure, why not? Let's, Let's try this out. And then I was looking at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club, and that's going to be in Studio A and B ballrooms. So it looks like it'll be not in the small little venue that he has, but in the ballroom so that they can space.
1: Right. And those ballrooms, if you've been to MGM Grand before and you've been there for an award show or a fight or a concert, uh, on your way to MGM's Grand Garden Arena... That's where uh, some of these uh, studio ballrooms are along that that pathway there to get to the arena. So that is where Brad Garrett's Comedy Club is going to uh, set up its temporary home. And uh, Brad Garrett, I, I need to point out that... Um, <laughs> Of the the reopening, he said, I can't wait to get back to disappointing
0: audiences. (laughs) He's so funny. He really is. I just, his sarcasm cracks me up. So Brad's a great guy. Yeah, it's going to be good to have him back. And you and I were just saying, it'll be fun to have Carrot Top back too. Because we know that his trunk full of props is going to include probably a lot of uh, coronavirus related items. Oh
1: my I cannot even imagine the the props that he has dreamed up during the past <laughs> what 7 months. Mm-hmm. I know that his his mind is always going a, a million miles per hour and coming up with with new props to pull out of the trunk. So the coronavirus stuff is definitely going to be big on his on his set list. I have a feeling
0: Oh, yeah. So those all kick up in early November. Um, and then uh, the ones that are already kicking up at the end of October. So we got those uh, other three. A couple comedy clubs have opened, too. So we're getting there and we'll keep you posted on other shows that will open up. And I think once all these shows start, Sean, and people realize that, you know, it works or and it can be safe, that other shows will probably, you know, follow in their footsteps.
1: Hopefully. I think it's really going to boil down to an economics kind of situation too. Like can a, a, a showroom that's only what 10% at capacity um sustain a, a production show. Right. And I think that's what a lot of uh producers of these shows are are thinking about right now too. And they're gonna find out really soon.
0: <laughs> right. And you and I I have a laugh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention any names on this. We were talking to one performer who said, hey we can only have a max of two hundred and fifty in the room, but we don't get more than that anyway, so we're good to go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we
1: can se- we can sell out our theater at capacity and we'll be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all these uh, guys and women, they work so hard to get people into their shows, and so now hopefully it will give us a whole new appreciation. We can actually start filling those showrooms once things get back to normal.
1: Yes. But for our friends in the entertainment industry who are, who work both uh, on stage and behind the scenes, we hope that things do ramp up quickly here and, and entertainment can uh, get back to, you know, business as kind of usual as, right. as quick as possible.
0: Yeah. So,, uh, we wanted to talk about circa. It's a big deal. we have a we have a hotel casino opening in Las Vegas in the middle of all of this. and Derek Stevens has been on the podcast before. It's a while back. So if we have new listeners, we wanted we wanted to you know, maybe replay some of the sections where he talks about some of the highlights of this property because none of it's really changed. He came up with a plan. He's pretty much stuck to it.
1: Oh, he's stuck to it a hundred percent and uh, it's been interesting. To see the progression. I mean, Derek Stevens, he's the owner of the Golden Gate and the D in downtown Las Vegas, right there on Fremont Street with a canopy overhead. And uh, he had this vision. He and his brother had this vision to do even more with Downtown Las Vegas. They ended up buying a, a few properties right at Las Vegas Boulevard. And uh, no, it's not Las Vegas Boulevard. It's Main Street mm-hmm. and Fremont Street right next to the Plaza Hotel and r- invent something new and build it from the ground up.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And something that kind of came out a little bit later that I, you know, has really taken on, you know, a positive reaction is that this this hotel casino is going to be 21 and over,
1: which I love. <laughs> oh my god, no strollers in the <laughs> in the walkways through the casinos or listen, if you want to bring your kid to Vegas, that is your prerogative. Obviously, you can do whatever you want, but from a a uh Person's perspective who does not have <laughs> children. <laughs> I yeah. I may sound insensitive, but good.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's not really the place for children. I mean, there are you know there's places like Circus Circus that cater to you know children and families, and and that's fine. And there's there we do have attractions that cater well, to that Disney World as well.
1: caters to families too.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you know what? It's funny. Twenty one and over, and I've only seen positive reaction about that. It's a big deal.
1: It is a big deal, so that's going to be exciting. By the way, um, if you want to go back and listen to the full episode where we sat down and talked with Derek Stevens, it was episode eight of Vegas Revealed. You can go back and and listen to that. But, um, but we wanted to, you know, ha- give you some insight this week about one of the the really premier features of Circa Hotel and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And that is the pool. It's revolutionary. It's called Stadium Swim. And Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, told us all about it.
2: We wanted to test everything. We're kind of going uh, a little bit over the top with uh, with regards to um, a number of new things. Uh, one of which is water quality, oh. and um, we're going to have some of the clearest and cleanest water you've ever seen in a pool anywhere in the country. Really, really, you know? oh my! So I think God. that's kind of a pretty cool thing.
1: So, is there special equipment that you're bringing in to, to do that? That's, oh yeah. that's different from what we would normally see. At a yeah, pool? yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, that's why that's why we um, we worked with uh, worked with this company in North Carolina, and we actually filled these pool vessels and. And uh, we tested all the pumps, all the cleaning. We're going to rotate the water at a much higher frequency than um, has ever been done before. So uh, we're we're kind of focused in on that. And and a lot of it has to do with the fact that, that unlike some pools that you may see in in, in Vegas or around the country, maybe they open at 8 in the morning, but then they're done by 5. Well, we're going to open at 8 in the morning, we're going to go to midnight, you know, and we're going to go 365 days a year, and um, out of the six pools, two have the ability to be covered up for corporate events, two will go up to 88 degrees, and the two big ones on what we're calling our upper deck, um, they'll be at 103 degrees um, in the winter, so that's like that's like what a pool would be if you're out in uh, Colorado or up yeah. somewhere in Canada, outdoor, outdoors in the middle of winter.
0: Yeah, and I love that the pool's gonna be three hundred and sixty five days a year. So this this is gonna be super cool. You know, I mean we have, you know, cold winters, but it's sometimes we have there there's sections of the winter where it's it's actually warm. It's in the seventies or sixties, and to people that are visiting Las Vegas, like from other places like Minnesota, they're like, That's pool time.
1: Well, That's even cool. when we're we have a high temperature in the fifties or sixties, if you're out in the sun, the sun is still really warm. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. it once you're you get into the shadows then it gets chilly but you know it's you can still come back home with a tan even right. in the winter time and you know we we say the circa pool but there are actually six pools that make up this revolutionary uh pool deck that, yeah. that's uh overlooking fremont street in downtown las vegas
0: yeah, it's going to be super cool. And like he had mentioned, you know, in the winter, the pool is going to be like over 100 degrees. So it'll be just mm, perfect <laughs> for swim. Yeah. So like you mentioned, it is spectacular to look at. So we did ask Derek as well, you know, are you going to have entertainment at Circa? And he said, you know what? The pool is our entertainment. And here, listen to him explain how this is all going to work.
2: But the pool, the outdoor pool, we're, we're expected to do 4,000 people a day. So it's going to be a combination of, of music outdoors um, a fun party but then we might we might cut down to might have a a couple signature events of the night where we go to okay at four o'clock the golden knights are playing the washington capitals we're going to play that we're going to play we're going to play the audio of the game so for people that are golden knights fans we're going to have an event and then maybe we'll do something with the lakers at night or something like that and then we'll go back to music so for us it's going to be an interactive element between between sports and music um, and that's really kind of the entertainment we're, focus- we're, we're focusing in on.
1: So as Derek mentioned, sports are going to be a, a big part of Stadium Swim over there at Circa. But inside, Derek has devised and constructed one of the most impressive sports books in all of Las Vegas. And we already have some really impressive ones. But Circa is going to take the cake. And he goes into detail for us.
2: Whether you're a hardcore hardcore sports gambler or whether you're out on a, uh, on a bachelor party or bachelorette party or just buddies coming out, I mean, being able to get like a booth in, inside the sports book and spend a Saturday afternoon with all the people roaring and sharing, <laughs> it is. It, it really is. It's it's, um, it's something where it's just a whole lot of fun for everybody. And, and I think that's really one of the things that we wanted to push. I wanted to make sure for the guys that are hardcore that they have all the stats, all the data, all the information, can see every game they want. They know every line move. But I also want to be able to, to provide a, a really fun experience for people that are more interested in in, in buying a couple of bottles of champagne and a couple of buckets of beer, and just having a having a great old time all afternoon, right? And no. just enjoy the experience. Yeah.
1: So, it, what is what what is that thing that's going to make? jaws drop
2: and eyes bug out when people walk into this sports book well i mean i'd say the one thing is no one's ever been into a three-story sports book before Mm -hmm. every sports book's always one level so you know the main the main floor of the casino is like really kind of the middle of our sports book you take the escalators down but it's a huge three-story kind of movie theater is really what we're building um we'll have a we'll have um you know ticket writers down on the lower section and then we'll have seating similar to what you would have at a at a movie theater but in the middle there'll be big big booths for vips or or for um, you know retail groups that want to be there then uh, you know the first floor you're going to be able to see it throughout the entire um, casino property and then the second floor we're doing something um, called the overhang and um, there's going to be a bar up there you're going to be able to look down and some some great seating kind of overseeing the entire the entire uh, uh, venue
0: doesn't it just sound amazing and we've already started to see pictures instead of renderings of the inside and if you're listening to this later in the week we ho- we we will have visited it already and we will also have pictures on our social media as well it looks incredible
1: it's absolutely amazing and one of the other things aside from the amazing you know architecture and design and all of the amenities that uh, Derek Stevens is packing in to Circa He is also bringing back the 99-cent shrimp cocktail, Dana. Thank
0: goodness. Thank goodness. That's what Vegas was known for. If you watch any travel TV show or, you know, you read any travel magazine back in the day, we were known for the 99-cent shrimp.
1: And that is exactly what Derek wants to have happen with Circa. He wants to bring back that vintage Las Vegas feel where... You know, people got dressed up for a night out and it's it wasn't just flip flops and, you know, a tank top and shorts. Right. Where where it was an occasion to go. And I I really think that's what Circa is going to bring back. And, you know, it bring it harkens the the old days of Vegas, but it really brings it to the current climate with some really incredible uh you know innovations as well
0: yeah and like we talked about the technology and everything and you know we did ask him like what's your what was your vision overall i mean obviously we've heard about all these things the pool the sports book uh, he's talked about the the restaurants and, and the variety and how he's going to use some some local chefs too to open restaurants and so there's a lot in there and then we just kind of said like what 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 like what were you thinking when you opened this it's different than anything else and here's what he had to say
2: you know i think there's certain tried and true um, elements that people people enjoy. People like to gamble a little bit. People like to have a few drinks. People like to have have um, a great meal. People like to have fun, and 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 that's kind of the thing that I'm really trying to make sure in everything we design. We have to, we, we're trying to set it up optimally so that when people come to Las Vegas, they're able to forget a little bit about their worries at hometown USA. And if we can give them 72 hours of fun, excitement, and a little relief from the day to day. Um, I feel we kind of owe that to them because they're they're willing to give us seventy two hours away from their life. So so it kind of it's a two way street, and and we just want to wow the, wow the customer and uh, and really give them the time of their life.
1: So no doubt, Derek is going to be able to achieve that with this uh, new spectacular hotel casino. Uh, midnight on October twenty eighth, circa opens to the public, and then in December. Uh, the hotel rooms at Circa uh, open up to the public for uh, your stay here. So if you're looking for a a Christmas vacation or a new year's vacation, I have a feeling that that bookings are are probably slim pickings for those first few weeks already. Yeah. Go on and see.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's December 28th. So it'd be right after Christmas. So new year's is going to be crazy. Like you mentioned And 2021, will have the full property open and ready to go. And, and, and like you mentioned as well, I know that you can book now. So get on there. I know people were booking cabanas at the pool already.
1: Right. And and he's Derek had been encouraging that for the past several weeks. And in one of Derek's uh, late night, early morning Twitter posts a, <laughs> a few weeks back, I saw him on top of the roof of Circa along with Jonathan Jossel, the general manager over at uh, the Plaza Hotel and Casino. And they were checking out the fireworks that are going to be uh, shot up over Fremont street. Um, And I have a feeling that they're going to make fireworks downtown, like kind of a regular thing that this is a spectacle and they want to bring that spectacle back to downtown.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, it's just. Like even Derek mentioned it, people love the experience of Las Vegas and we got to keep bringing it right. So that they'll come back over and over again.
1: We do, and you know, despite the pandemic and despite the the downturn and the the hardships that a lot of us have faced over the past several months, we do have you know several new properties that are opening up. Circa is the first to open up in downtown Las Vegas, but we also have the the Virgin Hotel and Casino, the former Hard Rock, mm-hmm. is going to be opening uh, early in twenty twenty one, and then. Uh, next is going to be Resorts World, another mega resort that will be opening right on the Strip across from the Wynn.
0: Yeah, so it's all exciting. We love all that stuff. New is fun, and usually people turn out and they support it, and that's what we hope will will continue to happen. Um did want to quickly mention that the Cromwell announced it's going to open on the Strip, too. Remember last week we were saying we, there's one more, one more hotel property on the Strip that, that hasn't opened yet. It was at the Cromwell. They had done some filming in there for TV shows, but they're actually going to open the rooms here. Coming up, um, I believe it's early November, end of October. So um, <laughs> after, they the disin-
1: after they disinfect it from hosting Love, Love Island.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That show was uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> hey, it brought, it
1: brought good exposure to Las Vegas, though.
0: It did, that's for sure. And, you know, every year Halloween is a big deal in Las Vegas, too. There are people who just love Halloween and love everything about it. And I like, feel like Las Vegas is, you wouldn't think it would be one of the best places to be, but it really is because everything's over the top.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's usually very scantily clad, too. We're going to talk everything Halloween coming up in our tips next on Vegas Revealed.
0: Thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. Remember, you can always go to our website at Vegas-Revealed.com. There we have tons of videos, content, ways you can listen, and also an email, ideas at Vegas-Revealed.com. You can throw us a note and let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Welcome back. It's time for Dana and Sean's secret tips. And today, Sean, we are talking Halloween because this podcast is out on Halloween week and we have tons of stuff going on around town.
1: uh, There's always a lot going on in Las Vegas for Halloween, whether it's uh, haunted houses in the neighborhoods surrounding the strip or uh, nightclubs putting on events, which... This year, nightclubs are shut down, so they're not putting on events, but th- there's still a lot to do.
0: There is. I was just reading the gold spike is actually having this VIP costume party on Friday, October 30th and Saturday, October 31st. So you can still show off your costume and and get in there and, and try and, you know, uh win. Masks are required, which is perfect for Halloween, right? <laughs> it
1: is. I love it.
0: And then, like uh, places like Hearthstone Kitchen and Cellar over at Red Rock, uh, one of our other casino resorts, they're offering uh, little treats with every meal for families that come in. And and then we have Pink Box Donuts that are doing you know Halloween themed donuts and things like that. But some of our big attractions um, are always super scary. You and I have been on television for a long time here in Las Vegas, and how much did you enjoy or dislike whenever? the, like, Fright Dome characters would come in for an interview because they were scary.
1: (laughs) So the Fright Dome over at Circus Circus has been, you know, just year after year getting bigger and bigger and better and more scary. And when those characters would come in, they were so terrifying just to look at. But when they sneak up behind you, and this is all the work of the producers, they have these characters come in, usually without letting you know. Mm -hmm. um, And and they sneak up and scare the piss out of you on Mm -hmm. camera. And, you know, you're, I'm surprised that there haven't been FCC violations (laughs) that have resulted from these appearances on TV.
0: Listen, I'm going to tell you a story right now. One of our former producers at a station I worked at, uh, she was petrified of like these Halloween creepy characters. And, They can tell when someone is scared of them or don't like them. And they purposely, like, come after you. And they went after her where she locked herself in an edit booth, right? And it was see-through. It was (laughs) glass. And they would not – they were banging on the door. Her face was, like, out of a horror movie. They were banging on the glass. (laughs) They all gathered right in front of it. I mean, I felt terrible for her. Now we have a laugh about it, but she – did not like it. Let me tell you that much. I think she almost was on the verge of having a heart attack.
1: (laughs) Well, and you say that they went after her, but it's more like they preyed on her.
0: (laughs) Yes, So true. Um, So that's always, you know, a big deal. But obviously things have changed through the years. And, um, you know, especially right now over the last seven months, people have had to make adjustments. So something new is this fright ride? It's this immersive ride through haunted attraction, which I was looking at some of the reviews Sean, and apparently it's it's pretty incredible. People are saying it's really good,
1: and and I have no doubt. Uh, Jason Egan is the guy behind um, you know Fright Dome and the Fright Ride, and he has really upped the game over the years and developed collaborations with major Hollywood movie studios that have put out a lot of the scariest movies that we have ever seen. And he's partnered with them to bring those themes here to Las Vegas for, for his attraction. So I think this is going to be very unique and extremely scary. Um, you know, I just hope that nobody hits the gas
0: and uh, rams (laughs) the
1: person. I I hope the social distancing applies to vehicles too. (laughs)
0: Seriously. Oh my gosh. I I bet it's incredible if you like that kind of thing. It's frightride.com. Really simple website if you want to go check it out. Frightride.com. Something else I saw online uh, on my Facebook feed was that Lake Las Vegas is doing these haunted cruises. So Lake Las Vegas, if you don't know folks, if you come, maybe you visit Las Vegas, you're always on the Strip about what like 20 25 minutes to a half hour away right quick drive
1: yeah like not that. a bad drive at all it's all uh, pretty much highway just to get out to lake las vegas and it's like this little oasis out in the the middle of the desert and it, you you arrive at lake las vegas and it's like a a little italian town i think it's modeled after um like lake como or something in italy yeah. isn't it
0: I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. And there's a bunch of hotels. There is a casino. There's a bunch of restaurants and then all sorts of water sports. So really cool place. Well, they're doing these cruises and I was, I was copying down some of the notes from the description. It says, scream for your life across the creepy waters of Lake Las Vegas. Um, See now, that creeps me out because there's no way out unless you jump in the water. (laughs) Right. But also it says, meet the captain, dead or alive. (laughs) Hmm and then apparently you can tour so it's this big yacht you go on it apparently there's all sorts of creepy things that happen on the cruise and um the captain's there and it's like this big haunted you know ship kind of thing it sounds fun if you're into that kind of thing i can only imagine that they do a great job
1: yeah i don't know if i would like to be like captive on a no. on a on a boat for something scary like that um However, if you do go out to Lake Las Vegas any other time of the year, they usually do uh, sunset cruises on this, you know, double-decker yacht that's really nice. I've been out on it a couple times, and it it is really beautiful.
0: Yeah, so, you know, that's an option if you're interested in that. And Sean, you were talking about some ghost towns that we have just outside of Las Vegas, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, you know, we're really actually known for that.
1: Yeah, we are, and um, I want to get into a couple of the ghost towns um, quickly, too, but But first, Zach Baggins, who you might know from the TV series Ghost Hunters, oh, yeah. He has a haunted museum here in Las Vegas where he has collected some of the authentic, like haunted, poltergeist infested items, like actual items that have been known to be the source of hauntings throughout history. And he's compiled a quite a terrifying museum here in Las Vegas. And they are offering um, a flashlight ghost tour. Oh boy. At the yeah. museum for Halloween. And I, I don't wow. know about that. That seems a little much for I'm jumpy to begin with. Oh man. So I think that would put me right over the edge. And I don't like the idea of a poltergeist attaching itself to me and coming <laughs> to live at my house. So. <laughs> I'll probably pass on that, but I know a lot of people are super into that and would love to go. Yeah, so, um, that is Zach Bagans, uh the haunted museum in downtown Las Vegas. Are doing the flashlight tours? Yeah, um, people t-
0: talk about this place all over the all over the world too, and it, it's just really become a place that a destination place for people who are really into that whole paranormal thing. And on the flashlight tour, real quick, Sean, I was reading the script, the description, and it says that you you can wear like like paranormal gear if you feel so inclined. So they even have, you know.
1: So what, like a a Ghostbuster suit? I
0: I think so, something (laughs) like that. So, you know, if you didn't want to bring them home with you, maybe you can gear up. (laughs) Anyway, okay, let's talk Ghost Towns. (laughs) So yeah, Ghost
1: Towns. Obviously, Nevada was founded as, you know, a mining. There were little mining towns all over Nevada um, for the, you know, the riches that have been found beneath the, the desert and a lot of these old mining towns have been deserted over the years. One of them is the Rhyolite ghost town, and they've done some really cool stuff out in Rhyolite and, um, put some art installations up that are really like creepy looking during the day. Not so much, but if you go out there like around dusk or in the evening, um, some of these attractions are like these shrouded, it looks like a shrouded ghost or mm. a shrouded figure, but it's open in front. And, and I don't know, it's hard to explain. Look up uh rhyolite ghost town. Okay. And um, you'll see that. Also, there's a gold point ghost town, which um, has over a hundred buildings. So, you know, it used to be one of those little boom towns back in the days when silver was being mined out of the ground there. But that's another one where you can go and get a glimpse of, uh, you know, the old West frontier living and, Mm. um, you know, maybe even see a spirit or two on Halloween or not. They're there all year.
0: Yeah. I mean, people really are into this stuff. They uh, research it, they read about it. And so it's, it's a cool thing to do if you're into that, that stuff. And I don't, no, you know, obviously there are a lot of people who, like I said, know about all the stuff. But for other people who do have an interest and didn't know, yeah, Nevada's Nevada's a good place to to hit up some ghost towns. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: great. And uh, the last one I'll mention is the Nelson Ghost Town, which is uh, in El Dorado Canyon. There's it's another old mining town, but this one actually has a, a general store that you can go into. Um, but what they've done out there is put some really cool uh photo ops it's very insta it's a very instagrammable place okay uh if you want to go and it's been used in a, a lot of uh movies and tv shows uh so it, it was actually the scene of the plane crash in the movie 3000 miles to graceland
0: oh really interesting yeah. okay. and they
1: also that's the launching point for um some of the kayak tours that go down to the Colorado River too. So there's there's a little more going on here at the Nelson Ghost Town, but um mm. there is there's a lot to there's a lot to see if you venture outside of the strip.
0: Yeah. So okay, I mean if you want to come here for Halloween week or even around it, we are definitely the the place to be. So everyone that listens even that can drive in, it might be a good couple day, you know, couple day venture out and and do some Halloween things. We got plenty plenty of choices. So A lot to talk about this podcast, Sean. Podcast number 40, Circa's opening. We've got shows opening here in Las Vegas. It's Halloween week. It's been a good show.
1: It has been a good show. And uh, just on the topic of Circa, jumping back to that, um, we will be doing a a full episode on location at Circa coming up here on Vegas Revealed, so you'll want to stay tuned for that as we uh, get Derek Stevens' reflections on opening a new property here.
0: Yeah. We look forward to that for sure. And we thank you all for listening this week. Be safe out there. Uh, Get out and vote, I guess. It's almost election day.
1: Yes. Vote, vote, vote. Everybody (laughs) needs to vote.
0: I, I did vote today, Sean, by the way, and I got ice cream to go along with it. So.
1: At the polling place, they were handing out ice cream?
0: Yep. I got my I Vote sticker and they gave me an ice cream sandwich.
1: Shut up.
0: (laughs) Yep. And there was no line. It was right near the Boulevard Mall, uh, which is just to the east of the Strip. There was a tent in the parking lot. I pulled up, I walked in, and then I voted and I got a sticker and an ice cream.
1: Oh, I waited in line in a parking lot for an hour and didn't get anything.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did get a,
1: I did get a rubber glove to use on the touchscreen, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Take that home as a souvenir.
1: No, I threw it away. Long gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week on Vegas Reveal. Bye.
1: The, night.
0: the desert sky is cold, but the neon
2: To the 15, West Ham, Charleston